Hey, what's good? What's happening, y'all? Y'all already know this is, and it's definitely your favorite soul for y'all. Shark Look, I'm coming back with y'all with the exclusive views back to back with Artists of the Week. And I got my man, Favorite G, on to What's the cracking? Bill. What's up? What's up? What's going on, man? Let the people know how you doing. Uh, I'm doing great out here in LA, you know, living. It's a nice day. It's been kind of gloomy, but it's a nice day today and just, just chilling, you know? Just chilling. Yo, yep, yep. hey, I mean, we've been hearing about favorite G from other favorite artists of the week, such as Fire Playlist and Nick yep, B. Yeah, that's my brother. Shout yeah, out to my, the homies, yeah. Oh, man, so, hey, we're going to tap into it. And yo, we're gonna tell people about the song that you picked for Artists of the Week as well. So before we get into it, let the listeners know a little bit about Favorite G. All right, well, Favorite G is, uh, well, I'm originally from, well, first off, I just wanted to say my name, my actual real name is Genesis. So there's a story behind that. So like, my real name is uh, Genesis. And so, but everybody calls me G. and so that's a little bit of how I got my name. But um, yeah, I'm from Oakland, California, um, the Bay Area. Shout out to the Bay Area. Shout out to Hello. you know Oakland, um, uh, Northern California. But then also I lived, spent some time in Manteca, which is about 45 minutes from Oakland, from the Bay Area. Um, and that's right. where I met, you know, my brother Fireplanes and my other friends and family, stuff like that. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I moved out to LA. Because um, uh, you know, fireplaces is out here already, and and you know, but the, the thing that's been consistent is I've always been doing music, you know. So that's pretty much me. I'm from, I'm what do you call it, from the Bay Area. And I've just been grinding with music pretty much most of my life. <laughs> so, how long have you been into music? Um, well, uh, inactively, I would say inactively and indirectly all my life, just because like my I come from a musical family. Like my right. family was in church. Um, I was a junior deacon growing up. I was in church choirs as a kid, you know. And my grandmothers were, my father was in choirs growing up and stuff like that. So I always heard music was always playing, whether it was gospel, whether it was R&B, whether it was hip hop. And you know, my family, I actually didn't even listen to rap because my mom and my dad split when I was young. And my yeah. mom wouldn't let me listen to rap because she thought it was too too hard at the time, you know, too rough. And so I would be listening to a lot of R&B, you know, a lot of Neil Soul, like a lot of Jill Scott and Lauren Hill and, you know, all the Eric, Erica, Erica Badu and stuff like that. That's what she would play. And then I will go to my dad's house and he, he loves that stuff too. But then he'd be playing like, you know, like Dr. Dre and Tupac and, you know, E-40 and, you know, Too Short and everything. So I got like the best of both worlds. And so, yeah, um, yeah so it's always been around. Music's always kind of been around, you know, so it's always just like something that did kind of like the back of my hand. It was like, it was always, I was always hearing melodies. I was always hearing rhythms and beats and, you know, just right. family conversations and through church and through, you know, just, you're just like, you just grew up. But then directly, well, I would say I started working on music and started pursuing like an actual thing, probably with, um, probably like, I want to say around 14, 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, that was like, that's crossed with, um, with Fireplace, my, my brother, he, um, we kind of learned together, and, you know, kind of, you know, both started together. We were like 13 or something like that. So, yeah, and then I just been doing it. I mean, to be honest, I'm 27, gonna be 28 now. So I've been doing it for, 
Rich for almost <laughs> 10, what, 15 years, yeah. Eight so. years, uh, a yeah. very, uh, said that you, about, you know, him and Nick Beam. That's true, you yeah. talked about. Well, Nick Beam, I actually, so what's cool about how music and how things work is I actually met Nick Beam through Fire Playlist because he oh. like, yeah, a couple of years ago, um, I was uh, just chilling with, with you know, my brother Fireplace, and I was just like, uh, he was just like, I'm, I, I, this dude hit me up, and like, like we, we linked up, and like, he sings how good, and I was like, you know, usually you hear people sing good, you know, you know, I'm just like, you know, like, oh, that's cool, I'm just, just let me hear him. Then like, when I heard him, I was like, oh, shit, like, damn, he really, he really can't sing yeah. good. And then, um, so, uh, Fireplace um, put us on a song together, um, and then from that point on, we've always, we've always been, you know, kind of working back and forth. Whether I help, um, help him and Fire Fireplace and McBean make a song, or whether we're all in the song, or whether you know, like, just we always we've just been working together ever since. So it was just good vibes. Yeah, so that you you also put him on another project that was with a, a celebrity artist, right? Yeah, um, Nick um, yeah. So you um, know, that a little bit. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, uh, with, with uh, Mike Jones. Yeah. Yeah. So that that yeah, that's how that's that's kind of how. So <laughs> with that song, um, I knew that. So when he when he played me Nick Beans part, I was like, damn, this this song goes, you know, <laughs> like that fucking shit, you know. And then, um, but then uh, I, he got in contact with Mike Jones. He was like, I'm gonna put Mike Jones on it. But originally that that beat with both of them was like a beat that I made, and it was like. Yeah. To be honest, it was like it was like one of those like beats. I was just in a room chilling, just making making a beat, and I was I, it was kind of like a throwaway beat, kind of just like because sometimes when I make beats, I I kind of use like a notepad, so I, I make something and I might like it, I might not like it, you know. But I used to put the idea out there, and um, right. and so um, yeah, he just usually <laughs> like how me and fire players work. Usually he'll just say, oh, I like that beat. Let me let me hear it, you know. I'd be like, really, you like this one? <laughs> like all the ones I showed you, you like this one, you know? Yeah. And so. I showed him I showed him that he's like you know let me get it and I was like all right you know and so he got it and he put one of our other uh producers shout out to classic beats we he put him on it too and so he, he kind of produced on that and then um Nick Beam was already on the chorus and um then after a while he just like he's like oh, I got Mike Jones on and I was like oh shit all right well the real Mike Jones like you know he's like yeah and I was like all right and then I was like honestly because I'm a, I, I, I engineer too, so I said, let me let me mix it, and that was like the the first record I got a crack at mixing too. So shout out to Fireplace too. Hey. So yeah, so yeah, that's then then from that point on, like that that was that record and the other one that we did with I did with Nick Beam. But from that point on, you know, we all just been working, you know, different stuff. With uh, he said, yeah, Mike Johnson there, did it make you excited a little bit? Did you hype a little bit? Yeah, so, like, me, sometimes, like, it, it has to settle for me, like, I, it's a lot of times things settle in afterwards, you know, like, so, like, for me personally, like, I, the way I am, and especially when it comes to music, and especially knowing that I'm going to work on the record and be on the record, I, I, I take it seriously, so, like, at first, I'm just like, well, whoever it is, we got to make sure, we got to make sure this is good, you know, and so... <clears throat> Usually that's my mindset is, uh, usually I'm just like, uh, I gotta, I'm just like, go, go, go. You know, like as soon as I get it, I just wanna make sure it's good.
good enough so that people can hear it, everybody can hear it, and you know, do you know, so people aren't picking out certain things like that. So I just, you know, so I didn't. It, it was a big thing, you know. It's Mike Jones. He's a hard multi-platinum solo artist, you know. But yeah. I, I, <laughs> I didn't. Um, at the time, I just, I just don't. I, I was just like, okay, I gotta make sure this is just right because if he hears it and it's wrong, then it's like it's gonna be even a bigger, you know, thing. So that was like my main thing. And then, but afterwards, now that we talk about it now. I'm just like, yeah, that 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 was dope, <laughs> you know. Like that is that was a yeah. Uh, when Nicky Bean said that, I was like, dang, yo, he out here, uh, my man's favorite T out here putting everybody on, man. That's that's what's up. Um, let's, talk, let's talk about your your selection that you picked for Artists of the Week. You know, I want you to be able to introduce it to everybody if you have not already listened to it, because you should already be listening Definitely. to it. Hey, that, that's something of Fire on the PG podcast on Our Heart Radio, all platforms, so you got to go check it out. But let the yep. listeners know and have not tuned in to the song yet um let them know what you chose and you know introduce it a little bit well um well the song is called turn off the radio and um, i i so with with this with usually so i i I love r&b you know and so for me um i love hip-hop too i love rap so y'all don't don't crucify me or anything like I love both you know but um like I've, I've great I've gravitated towards more of R&B and so but every once in a while like I kind of dance in between the lines a little bit you know with how I make beats and how I either, either hip-hop or kind of R&B or something like that but I just kind of wanted to <laughs> like make like an actual just regular R&B song you know that I like listening to and so um uh I made the, the the hook, you know, the turn off the radio, and that was just really because um, how I write. Sometimes it was just like kind of like a, like a mental jot. Like I recorded it, but it sounded good, you know. And I was like, oh damn, you know. So I was like, let me make like a little like verse to it, and then I just I, like I didn't really, I'm not really the type that like you know not consciously think all oh, here. Let me send this to person. Let me send this to the person. But like I said, I trust my brother Fireplace's ear, you know. And so um, he was just like, you should, you should, Nick, you should put Nick B on that song. I was like, oh, really? I was like, and then I thought about it, I was like, damn, that would be, because, you know, it's a, it's a nice R&B song with a good voice for it, too. And so I sent it to him, you know, and to be honest, it, it, uh, <laughs> it took a little longer than expected, because I, you know, I had, sometimes when you write songs, sometimes you, you, uh, you have a, a verse, but then you you kind of overthink it, and then you want to write another one. Then you're like, okay, maybe I should do this one and things like that. But then Nick Bean made him telling me, so that's what was going on. And then Nick Bean made him tell me, he was like, I'll see, I like the one, the original one that you just sent, you sent me. So I was like, all right, let's just leave that one. So like, I, I, I don't have a like, like I love people's opinions on stuff. So um, especially on music, stuff like that, especially if I trust your opinion, you know? And yeah. so, um, I was just like, yeah, he's right, you know. So I was like, I just left the same one, and then we just put it out, <laughs> you know. Like once, once I, once I got mixed it all down and got it mastered just like that, um, put it out, and the song really is just about, uh, like, you know how most of us, most of us land now in the world, we listen to years YouTube, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, or something like that. Um, but radio is still current. But like how I was thinking was just like. I don't even listen to the radio anymore, really. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, like, if, so if I'm going to my favorite song, 
it's not gonna even be on the radio most times it's gonna be on my playlist you know right. so like I just I just uh kind of wrote with that in mind and then kind of just built you know made it more R&B-ish more intimate more um you know for for the for the R&B lovers and for the you know anybody else wants to relate to it and stuff like that so that was like the main concept of the song and then Nick Beam just kind of slid on it beautifully <laughs> you know so it's, it just works yeah it just works yeah. I think very fire is very playful I mean it speaks value they all suddenly being like, like it, it lets you know like the type of people you guys are like it matched the vibe you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you know how like it's an artist and then you meet them you're like hey it's not you know you're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. like are you able to tap into a vulnerable side and the side of just creativity of music you know so that's mm-hmm. really well what would you say was the hardest part about that project though oh <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the hardest, see, so like the people, thing that people don't know about is like the the um, the mixing and mastering stage, you know. And in the mixing and mastering stage, like for people who don't know, that's that's the stage like where you can record a record, but um, usually it goes through a process to where you have to um, make sure the volumes are right, make sure the effects are right, make sure uh, it's going to sound crisp and clear to everyone. Um, make sure it's gonna sound radio ready, so to speak, you know. And right. um, that process sometimes is can for some songs it's really simple, you know. And for other songs it can be really difficult because you're trying to fine tune every word, find every detail, you know. And so um, I would say that process, like I said, for this specific song, just tweaking certain things, tweaking my, you know, like a, a maybe some words that you said or maybe tweaking the the maybe the 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 melody's too loud in the beat or something like that maybe you know so so like just fine tuning listening back 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 so i think for this for this song usually people have artists have drafts so for this draft i i probably got up to maybe like i want to say 15 <laughs> yeah drafts just from like you know you know, recording and, and mixing and then bouncing out and then go, playing it in the car and in my headphones and everything. Like, nah, that's not it. And then going back, you know, putting in more work and stuff like that. And then, but when it, the, the best part about it is that you usually always come to a good result, you know, from doing yeah. it. And so, yeah, that was the most difficult part, which is that part for this song specifically. It doesn't, it's not for every song, but for this one specifically. Is that. With, with that song, particularly, the um, you did before. Or you had on that challenge you like that before? Well, I think for me, probably the main part was I, I I produced the record a while ago, like, you know, and I kind of just like bounced it and, and which I, I exported it out and bounced it and, and um, sent it to, you know, started working on it since Nick Bean, but I, never, I didn't, it was one of those things I, like I told you before, where I kind of sometimes I make beats like as a notepad, like I have it at the end of my head or I just wanted like, uh, um, just be creative for some reason just got the creative vibe something like that and and so i don't i didn't do all the technical things like line up the drums and everything correctly in the melody like i was supposed to and i didn't realize that i did that because i was excited about the song itself you know yeah so what like later on as i'm mixing stuff like that there's a step that you can't really get around you know because of timing and rhythm and stuff like that and so uh later on when i went back to it i was like oh, damn like i didn't even I didn't even really produce this right, <laughs> you know. So I had to go back in and uh, go back into my other program, Ableton, and and kind of set everything right and make everything pretty, and then put it back into 
the recording program and recording and stuff like that. So sometimes it's, that's just like the, you know, the waste of having some time, but yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Master? What'd you say? Did you teach yourself how to mix and master? Um, yes and no. So I have like a, I have like, um, I actually went to school. I went to the Academy of Arts and I, I graduated from the Academy of Arts in San Francisco for music production and sound design. Um, so, oh. and, um, but I had a long, most of my music career was without that. So I already understood certain principles and concepts um, of mixing and mastering before I even went into school. And what school did was just kind of amplify everything and make me understand, make me see music differently, see the world, you know, differently. And so it's a yes and no answer because I, I did, a, I've learned a lot of music just through self-taught, you know, but then I just got to a cap where I would need to learn more, you know, so I went to school for it and can fine-tune all my skills. And now I've been out of school for a couple of years now and I'm still getting better, you know, so. That's real though. Well, how long did it take you in school? Like how long were you in school for? Um, specifically music college, I was in for three and a half years, three years. Yeah, three years. Three years. Well, yeah. Like your your classes up on like what what's what you I'm sorry what you say what school was the name of the school that you went to oh I'm sorry um it's it's uh called the Academy of Arts University in, in San Francisco um San Francisco Bay Area yeah that's really dope yeah. like a lot of art schools was though like my brother he does art he does music. he creates beats Master. And um, he's teaching, teaching, he has like mentors that teach him different things. And they went to school for it too. So I think yeah, that's really usually how it is. Yeah. Yeah, that you can create music from the you know, sound that you hear. You know? was, that, was that your beat that, that was on uh, to turn out the radio? That was your beat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I usually, that's usually like every, every, musician has uh, certain ways that they do things you know mine's has always been um i've always i've actually like i told you like my family come from a singing i come from a singing background um and i've rapped since i was like 10 you know but um certain aspects you you kind of I, I feel like I, I just learned everything together some people, like some 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 musicians, and it's all respectful, love of all of them, you know, but some musicians are just playing the piano or just like love. That's what I learned about school. That was a beautiful thing about going to school was you learn that there are different types of musicians, you know? And there's musicians there's musicians who love to just play. There's musicians who love to perform. There's musicians who love to just be in the studio. There's musicians who love, you know, to make make music for games and make sound for games. There's musicians who, you know, so there's, there's a big, huge umbrella. And when I went to school, I kind of learned that, oh shit, like I'm kind of, cause there are certain people that I'll meet. Some people just knew how to mix and master. Certain people, some people just knew how to rap. Some people just knew how to sing, you know? But I just happened to be all of those into one just cause I loved all of those things growing up, you know? And so, um, yes, I'm kind of like a, the DUI, the DIY, not DUI, I'm sorry, DIY artist um, uh, of like, you know, the new, newer form artists of the generation that can, ones who can do everything. I kind of, yeah. I guess, fall, fall into that category, you know, but I just never really think it like that. I just, it's like whenever I want to, you know, whenever I want to make a song, I just want to make a song. So I just start from scratch, you know, <laughs> you know. I always so. tell people, 
me, I, I see myself like that too. Like, I don't like not knowing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how can I make this song better? And if you tell me, if I see you do it, I'm like, okay, so how can I, can I do it, you know? Tell me what I gotta go get so I can do it and play around with it. And um, it's not easy, Mr. Master, I'm, I'm gonna say that. No, <laughs> no but, it's not. I've done but it's, it. It's fun. It's fun once you get the once you get the like get the hang of it, get the like the sound that you want. Cause that's really what mixing and mastering is. It's like well more specifically mixing, you can get the sound that you want out of what you recorded, you know? So that's like the best part for me. You know, it's like I can make I can create anything, you know. I can make anything, you know, if I know the right tools to, you know. That's nice. Well, what would you say would be the difference between you as a uh, as an engineer and you as an artist? Um, me. Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> but uh, the the difference between me as an engineer, um, I'm much more, uh, much more. Um, I would say much more technical. You know, mm-hmm. like like um i'm an artist so i never always believe that i don't really believe in absolutes so like i feel like there's always you know you can there's always a possibility you know but um as far as engineering i feel like i'm much more of like a technical and then as an artist i'm much more freeform you know so so like as an artist any melody or I can make a melody to any or or write to any any song beat or anything like that but um me as an engineer I'm much more especially if I'm recording someone else you know I'm mm-hmm. much more and doing someone else's stuff I'm much mm-hmm. more okay we have to we have to make sure that they like it you know so I guess you would say engineering when you're doing it for someone else it's much more um uh serving someone else I guess or helping someone else you know right it's, it's not that's like one of the one things my teacher said they said when you're an engineer it, the song is not about you you know it's about the person that you're recording you know or the person that you're working with you know but as an artist I can do whatever the hell I want to do <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. so it's like you know like I can do I can I can scream on it on the song if I wanted to you know but as an engineer you can't you can't be like oh don't don't do that, you know, especially if they're art, you know, like it's their art, you know. So um, I would say that's the biggest difference. I'm much more focused on how can we make this artist better and more technical and, you know, so then for me, I know what pockets I can hit, you know, what pockets I want to hit, what, you know, how, how I want to sound. So it's much more, as an artist, I can think more freeform, you know, and do um, whatever I kind of want to do. But there's kind of rules, as you know, to, to mixing and mastering so like it's in engineering and stuff like that so you kind of have to follow those rules you know and mm. kind of just kind of let the artist be the artist or you know and so that's that's the difference the main difference i would say that's cool that's real cool i mean i, I know i knew people that went to school for for that and they would tell me little things about like different little beats that you wouldn't think you heard in the song and it's there and i'm like little tip, yeah. tip little like that like even my brother he taught me um how you hear a silent beat in a song and i'm like i would have never if you had a script <laughs> i would have never you know started. yeah that's real they not only help other people and get their sound and make sure their sound right but you're like the best of both worlds man you're the, you're, the, you're the engineer and you can understand yeah. on both so yeah, you know nah. what about what we all the artists though that 
then maybe they want to tap into mystery mastery, but they say, man, that's too hard, or I never get it to, to understand it. You know, what would you say about that if they wanted to do that? Um, well, it, it's I kind of go by this 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 rule, and it's not a, it's, it's, I mean it's not a rule. It's, it's a philosophy that I kind of learned over time, and um, just through through seeing other people and growing up and just you know maturing and, and seeing stuff like that. Um, I guess been doing yeah, I've been doing music for a long time. I kind of go off of like like you don't have to, like if they want to do it. Um, I would, I would encourage every artist out there, if you're listening now, every artist to, to learn, because that's the way the world's music's going, and music is accessible nowadays. Everyone can get a microphone, everyone can get a program, of course. So I would suggest that every musician, artist, learn how to use, you know, pro tools or whatever recording equipment they want to use and, and figure out how to, um, you know, mix and master and do their own stuff. Um, but I will say that you, it can be it's tedious it's very tedious you know especially mixing and mastering it's very tedious and it's very fine details that you have to pay attention to so if i would really say i'm sorry sound is cut and dry but if you don't like it you know then it's one of those things like you have to really like it in order to do it you know if you don't like it then it's not you're not going to get the results that you're looking for you know you have to really love clicking and, and fine tuning and you know, bouncing it out and making sure, and, and maybe it might not be right when you bounce it out. You gotta go back and do it again. You know, it's very, you know, tedious. So if you don't fall in love, I feel like, um, I don't know if people know the basketball player, Blake Griffin, but he had a quote a while ago that I, that I listened to. And he said that, um, that his coach told him, in order to be great, you have to fall in love with the process. Yeah, you do. So, and so I've always kind of, that's always kind of stuck in my mind and I, I love the process of making a song, I love making music. I love that mixing and mastering, even though it's frustrating. It's like a frustrating that I enjoy, <laughs> you know, frustration right. that I enjoy, you know. And so, I mean, was, like anything, you have to like it, like to in order to be the yeah. best. Anything, you have to like it because it comes like it comes. It's kind of like an obsession. Like if you want to be a nurse, you yeah. want to ask you. You, know, you all like the medical field. Be a doctor. Mm-hmm. You have to like serving. Yeah. That's really deep because actually you're turning your passion into your dreams all day, every yep. day, you know. Doing <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's somebody right now listening that, that one day is gonna get motivated and encouraged by what you're doing because, like you say, you went to you dedicate time and mm-hmm. sacrifice for it, and now you're able to create beats and create your own sound as well as yeah. give for their sound that they're looking. For, you mm-hmm. know, so that's that's yeah. what though, that's that's very. Easy. And just to piggyback on that, um, uh, the, way, the, reason, the, the reason why I know it's possible is because, um, like, um, Drew, my friend Drew, Fire Playlist, you know, my brother, you know, he, he over the last couple of years, he's progressed more than anybody I've seen, but it's because he actually, he didn't, I mean, he's honestly, like, he, he hasn't, he's not the most patient person I know, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but like, when it comes to music, he will sit there and learn because it's drive, it's passion, you know. And mm-hmm. I have other friends. I have other friends who will, who who will get frustrated after the first ten minutes and then be like, "No, I can't do this," you know. And you know, get frustrated, not not go back to it, you know. But um, he he like I said, this is how you look. This is how you click this. This is how you work this. This is why we can't do this. This is why we do this. 
and he just took it upon himself and you know just started when he had questions but another thing you can't be afraid to ask questions you know and so when you, so when you have questions you know just ask ask somebody or google it or youtube or something like that you know and after, you know like what he's been doing for two years doing all that type of stuff and he's doing fine he's dropping his own records now you know that's the point that's why i taught him so that he can do his own stuff and not be you know be self-efficient and not have to depend on anybody else and that's why i told you said like every artist should want to strive for that because there's gonna be a time where you know <laughs> like where you just gonna have to do it yourself especially with this pandemic like so many studios were closed and you know and so many artists I, that's unfortunate but so many artists because they didn't know all the know-how to do stuff didn't release as much music that they probably should, could have or should have or wanted to because mm -hmm. they didn't know those those steps so i would just encourage everybody to to try to figure out something, how to just click record. You can always find an engineer find me if you want to, to like, you know, but as long as you can click record and record it, put the beat on there and record a song or something like that, there's engineers that got you, you know, so. Yeah, like I said, like, you have to believe in yourself. You want to do it, you love it, you should do it. Um, yeah. Don't do it, don't, like you said, like, because if you don't like to mix and you find it's not for you, you're not going to want, you're not going to spend no time into it. It's just going to be yeah. here. So. And, and, and you, you might end up kind of disliking it, you know, and you know, that you don't want to end up doing that because it's music. You shouldn't, if you love it, you shouldn't even dislike that thing, really, you know, right. <laughs> it's, it's the thing I mean, that you brings you joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? Hey, I like yeah. that <laughs> right now to turn out the radio, play it on all platforms. If you have yeah, not heard yeah. it, stop right now. Go tune into it. Make sure you guys also tap into my man, Nick Beam, and favorite, Clay Fire. Fire, fire. Us fire together, we, we we have like a little thing, favorite playlist. That's like, a, we're working on it like a, uh, a joint project called Favorite Business, where it's both of our names together. Uh, coming, we don't we don't have a set date, but we have, we have some, we got some songs, you know, we got some hits, you know. The staff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Project which I'm working on um, coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. Also, with, I like. Yeah, I also have where I'm always working on a project. So. Always. <laughs> that project you just dropped on me. What other projects are you working on that you would like the listeners to know? To definitely stay tuned in with you on. Um. Well, just for the first time, I actually, um, I'm not actively working on a on a album or project um okay. i usually i usually that's usually what i normally work towards but i kind of want to kind of uh now that i know more i kind of want to go back in time and kind of do the same process that i did but do it with, with stuff that i know now so like right now i'm just releasing singles and trying to uh, work with more people and trying to get more visual stuff out there too and then i feel like i mean i already i've already i have to myself, I've already released maybe three or four projects, you know, oh. albums or EPs and stuff like that out there that everybody can find on digital media once you go to, you know. But uh, album for me personally, an album is always coming, but I'm not actively working on when I have a lot of songs and I have a lot of stuff that I just want to work with people on. So if any other artists want to hit me up, this works, you know. Man, <laughs> hey, like you just like coming out and just telling people how to keep moving forward and just miss their master or even just tapping into this side, it, it, it literally opens the door. But other people see that they're like, you know what I'm saying? If he can produce yeah. it, to be here today, you know, 10 plus years strong, then you gotta yeah. definitely put, you know, I feel like mm -hmm. if you, if you put this, I said, 
You know, if you're committed to it, it's like, if you're not committed to it, it'd be like a diet. It's just a plan. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's <laughs> just, real. That's real. <laughs> so you gotta turn that plan into a lifestyle. And man, favorite, I mean, um, favorite G man. This is what you've been doing for the past few years is turning this this talent, this these skills into a lifestyle and, and sharing it with so many people. So that is so positive. That's so uplifting. You definitely, you definitely gotta keep tapping in. Y'all go check out his new please, song. Please, please. <laughs> right. Turn off the radio on all platforms. And man, look, leave a message with the audience right now. If you can tell someone how to keep going in the simplest form, and let them know right now how to keep You, well, one, I want to say you always gotta, I mean, whatever you believe in, I believe, my, my faith is Christianity, so I believe in God, you know. But whatever you believe in, you, um, that has to come first. You can always have yeah. faith, you know. Like, if you have, if your faith is stronger than, uh, what uh, faith is pretty you gotta be, have faith in God you gotta have faith in yourself and mm. that I would say those are probably the two biggest things you have to know that there's so my my there's peaks and valleys in life you know so you're not always gonna be up sometimes you're gonna be down you know but it's just how you respond you know and so so I would just tell everybody if you have passion about something stay resilient stay humble stay uh open open-minded mm. put your ego aside you know it's hard put your pride aside sometimes and, yeah and i'm telling you it beautiful things can happen when when you just you know keep going be resilient put do all those things you know so okay. i would say just keep, yeah like that yeah i definitely got to and you look, let them know where they can shout out to you or they can get in touch with you on social media too even after the podcast all right, y'all, y'all can check me out on Instagram at, at favorite underscore G. Um, Twitter is at your favorite underscore G. And uh, I mean, go on Spotify, hit that follow link, you know? Yeah. Go on SoundCloud, hit that follow link, you know? It'd be so very much appreciated. Always, man. It was definitely was a blast into who favorite G is, man. Lay back. Yes, yes. It's a blessing for you, too. Yeah, always. You always family G podcast, man. So I love you. I appreciate it. And look, man, Thank nobody you. today, tomorrow, they love y'all. So Charlotte loves y'all. Favorite G loves y'all. Look, artists of the week is always going to come and tap in back to back because they're blowing up the list. They're blowing up the fire. They're blowing up the views. If y'all again have not tapped in to turn off the radio with my man, Favorite G, y'all sleeping. So you have to follow, go subscribe on everything he has and show him that love, man. And look, thank you, Favorite G, for joining me on the PEG podcast. I appreciate everything, bro. It was love. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, too. Always. Y'all stay loved.